Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. This is not booze, by the way. This is just juice. I'm going to put this over here for a second. There we go. All right, guys. I hope you guys uh, had a nice week, and I hope your new week is off to a great start. I want to talk today about the importance of stepping out in your faith. Uh, all of us have these times where we kind of get in these comfort zones, right, even in the natural or even in the supernatural, where... Things are kind of the way we want them to be, and that's great, but then we can't get to the next the next place in our lives, either normally or, or with God, unless we have the faith to kind of step out of our comfort zone, okay? One of the more interesting things about the Bible, in particular the New Testament, is how Jesus says to Peter, you are my rock, and on this rock I will build my church. And I say it's interesting because Peter isn't always the most perfect character in the Bible, right? I mean, at one point, he tells Jesus, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. At at another time, uh, you know, Jesus has to rebuke him and actually refers to him as Satan. He says, get thee behind me, uh, Satan. At another point, he denies Jesus three different times. And you think, why in the world is Jesus picking this guy? Well, I also think about the time where he's on the boat in the storm and, and the, the, you know, the, Wind is blowing, and they see Jesus walking on the water to him, to them, towards them. And it's Peter who says to Jesus, Lord, if that's you, call me out, and I'll walk towards you. And it's Peter who gets out of the boat, and it's Peter who takes those first steps towards Jesus, okay? Everyone else stayed in. And I don't know, maybe they were in some ways more virtuous than Peter. I don't. I have no idea. But I know that Peter is the one who had the courage to step out and step out onto the water, Okay. No one else did. And I wonder if that really is what acquits him the most. And I wonder if it's that characteristic that it, that is what leads him later on to say, Jesus, you are the Messiah, right? When other people are saying, well, you know, you're a prophet this, you're a prophet that. And Jesus says, well, Peter, who do you say I am? Now, notice he directs that Peter, who do you say I am? And he says, you're the son of the most high God. And that's when Jesus says, you shall be called Peter and on this rock, I'll build my church, okay? So Peter, notice, he steps out in the natural, right? The act of getting out of the boat is a physical act. He physically gets out of the boat, right, as an exercise of faith. And I believe it's that same kind of faith that allows him to make the spiritual leap and say, Jesus, you are the Christ. You're the son of God, okay? Keep in mind, you know, we're looking at this 2,000 years uh, in hindsight, but at the time, for for a Jewish person to say, you're the Messiah, that's a big leap of faith. And I think Christ built his church on Peter because Peter was the one who was willing to step out in the faith. Peter was the one who, who had the unquestioning belief. Even though he had moments of weakness, even though he was kind of rough around the edges, he was the one who could go the furthest. He's the one that God could count on the most because he was the one who could connect physically coming out of your comfort zone and spiritually coming out of your comfort zone so that he could make that leap of faith. Each of us has moments in our life where we have to do the same thing. I mean, Krista and I are getting married soon. 
even that sort of thing is is a leap of faith. Right. You know, we have to buy a house. We're actually house shopping today. We did some this morning. We'll do some later on. That's a big leap of faith. That's a huge financial commitment, right? And, you know, I mean, even just the marriage itself, like I said, I mean, spending the rest of your life with somebody, having kids with that person requires all kinds of leaps of faith. I don't know that I'd be able to do that capably if I didn't first have enough faith to step out in the spiritual also and say, God, send me the right person. God, send me the woman who has a heart after you like none other. Okay. The two are interrelated. And it's not, it's, it's not so much one leads to the other, but they both build themselves up. And so what my message really for you today is, is if you, you're at a point in your life where you think you're comfortable where you are, but there's something else. There's something more you want. There's something additional you want. Okay. Understand that there's a connection between spiritually stepping out and physically stepping out. Yeah, you have to put yourself forward. You have to move yourself onward, okay? You have to be prepared to do that. But there's also the spiritual side of it. God, I believe this is what you want for me. And I know, I know that nothing's going to stand between. I know that nothing's going to stop it. And I know that this is impossible, but I also know that you're glorified in impossible things. Right now, actually, as we're shopping for houses, it's probably the worst time of my life ever to do it. There is a pandemic, which means everybody's moving from the city into this area, okay? There's a, a moratorium on foreclosure, so people just aren't paying their mortgage and staying in their house, so the inventory is low. And interest rates are at record lows, so everything, all the prices are inflated. It is impossible to find a house. In fact, we, we saw a house come online the other day, and it was on for a day, and we called up, and they're like, yeah, we've already had 30 showings, and we've got three offers. And yeah, not even a day. It not was even like a day. 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> So this is an impossible situation, but Kristen and I are able to step out in faith with God and say, God, we know you're glorified in impossible things. We know you're, you're going to get all the praise out of this, but also at the same time in the physical to go on the showings and to make the offers and do the things necessary to make it happen. Okay. So that's just my message for you today, guys, is that there's nothing impossible with God. In fact, God loves when things are impossible. He loves those walk on water moments because if something is possible, then he doesn't get the glory out of it, right? You get the glory out of it. But when something's impossible, then God gets the glory. And so when you're facing an impossible thing where you know, you just know in your heart of hearts that God has something for you on the other end of it, and you're facing that impossible thing, don't look at the mountain. Don't look at the size of the mountain in front of you. Look at the size of your God. And that's how you'll get past that mountain into your blessing. That's my message for you today. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love so much. Uh, I love everything you preach, but I love so many things about that message. Number one, I love when you talked about Peter. Uh, I know that sometimes uh, in our human flesh, it seems to people seem to identify with one disciple over another and kind of say, well, this one was the good disciple and that one. And sometimes Peter gets a, a bad rap in, in the beginning of his, mm-hmm. his life. I've always personally really felt like I identified with Peter in his boldness and stepping out and, and, and God saying, let's, you know, especially in my early 20s, let's, let's take that and let's kind of make it in the right way because you can work out of your balcony or your basement of, of what God has given you. And so, oh, hi. <laughs> and so I love that Peter you know, the, the the transition there where God showed Peter, wow, you, you have this boldness, but let's use it in the right way. And like you say, he says, on this rock, I will build my church. So I love that. I also love what you said about that mixture of praying so fervently, but acting on things. Mm-hmm. There are two extremes that I feel that people fall into. Some people are, you know, 
I don't want to say they pray. It's prayer is very important. <laughs> so it's not that you can't pray. It's like, oh, I prayed too much. That is not what I'm saying. But they don't do any of the action part. They're like, God, send a rowboat and a helicopter. And God is like, I have just, you know, you you have to do your part. Um, or somebody just acts, 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 but does not pray. And so to have both of the, that combination is key. And I love that. Oh, wonderful. And I love you. Mm, I love you too. Okay. Why don't you pray for everybody? Okay. All right. We'll pray for the audience first and we'll get yes, those people that's on. a good idea. Lord, thank you. Thank you that... You, we are partnered with you, that we are co-heirs with Christ. I think that that's such an amazing thing that you would pick us, Lord, just like that Casting Crown song talks about, who am I? Who am I? We're, we, we are not even, we are a, fa- a flower quickly fading, here today, gone tomorrow. But God, you call us your co-heir. God, you have called us into your kingdom. You've called us to be partners with you and you intercede for us and God, Your ways are higher than ours, and your thoughts are higher than ours, God. And you know what our needs are, God. And you say, what do you want me to do for you? You you know what our specific needs are. You know every specific need of every person. And this morning, I was actually listening to a song. My mom and I were were singing in the car, and it was uh, the, the song Reach For Me by Peter Furler. And those lyrics just ring in my heart. It's, it says, you hold the weight of the world still I don't slip through your hand. And it talks about how you reach for me. Lord, Lord, you would reach for every single person. You have, you are reaching for every single person. You're reaching out your hand. You're extending the invitation. You're saying, take me, not just my salvation, but take all of me. God, you want a personal, daily, moment-by-moment abiding commitment. We are your bride. We are your church. We are your bride. And you want to guide us and for us to abide with you. God, I pray that we wouldn't just have a, a relationship with you, God, that is like a relationship between two people who just send each other a cold letter once in a while. But God, that we would have an abiding, passionate romance with you, God, every single day. Lord, I pray for every person who's listening, every need, you know, I want to say right now, God knows your need and God is reaching for you. And he's asking, he's just reaching out his hand and saying, do you feel me? Do you see that I'm reaching? And if you were the only person, I I shouted your name on that cross. I said, your, I called you by name. I summoned you by name. You are mine. And God wants to just reach into your situation and reach into your life and, and take, and he has beauty for ashes for you. So just feel him right now. Feel his presence and know my brother, my sister, not all is lost. He's reaching for you among the fog. The enemy is just trying to fog your vision, but God is reaching for you. And just, he, he wants you to just, all you have to do is reach back and say, God, yes, I accept. I accept and uh, and reach back to him and he'll take care of the rest. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. Good job, babe. All right. Well, we have some pr- prayer requests. If you want, I'll take five and you want to do five? Sure. Or? Okay, so we have Nayek who says, um, and by the way, thank you for your kind words on all of our videos too. We we appreciate that um, very, very much. So thank you for everything that you say. Nayek says, pray for my gospel singing evangelism ministry. That's wonderful. As a gospel singer myself, I love that, Nayek. Mohit says, pray for me. I need to work. Um, he needs work. Um, Shari says, pray for my family and I. We're, we're suffering the, at this time, jobless. And Aliyah says, 
is asking for a healing prayer for her friend Tina. So, um, and then Kim says, "Pray for me. I have COVID and my marriage is falling apart." Lord, for Nayak, I pray that you would just that his ministry and his heart would just be explosive around this globe for you in his in his area of the world, in his corner of the world that needs it so badly, and in this whole on this whole earth, Lord, that he would find your purpose for his life, for his ministry, and that you would take care of the financing and every provision and the health and of his family, Lord, in Jesus' name for Mohid. I pray for work for him and Shari, Lord. I pray for your provision, God. You have promised. You have promises, and your promises are yes and amen, and you promise provision. And if you care for the sparrow, how much more do you care for Mohid and Shari's provision? For Aliyah, again, Lord, for this healing prayer for Tina, Lord, we pray that Tina would be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. By your stripes, Lord, we are healed. So we pray for healing right now on Tina's whole body and whole mind in Jesus' name. And for Kim, we pray, Lord, we pray for healing for her for COVID in Jesus' name. We pray against all COVID in in this entire world, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray your healing touch, Lord, your miracles, God, there is nothing too hard for you. And for her marriage, Lord, I pray a spirit of restoration. I pray that you restore her and her husband and her entire family. Give them a communication spirit of understanding and the, through the Holy Spirit as they grow closer to you, grow closer to each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Where do we leave off? Dibs. All right. <clears throat> Dibs is praying for financial needs. Riz prays for all the people in the world. Ben is a loner and has no friends. Well, join the club. That was basically me from, let's see. What age should we talk about? Probably, probably the entire law school years. So we'll go with that in a second. I'm going to omit this person's name because of this kind of a personal nature. But he's, this person, we'll just say J.H., says, uh, please pray because I often struggle being sexually frustrated. I try to resist the devil. Thanks for your prayers. And Surabubu says, uh, praise for help. So a few things. So, Ben, as far as you being a loner, you have to understand that it's not good for anyone to be alone. You weren't really designed to be alone, but God wants to have a personal relationship with you, not a religious relationship, but a relationship where he abides in you and you abide in him. And he also wants to bring you good Christian friends and probably even a good Christian wife, okay, if, if God's put that on your heart. So I'm sorry that you're going through this stage, but a lot of times those of us who are called to a special purpose don't really fit in so well with the rest of the world, Okay. Uh, And a lot of times the world rejects us and and they don't even know why, but we kind of instinctively know that we just don't fit in. And we misinterpret that as thinking that we're supposed to be a loner. And that's kind of a dark sensation, but that's not it at all. It's actually, you're just supposed to be a light in a very dark world. Mm -hmm. All right. So can you tell I have a little bit of experience with this? Preach it. All right. So I'm going to pray for all these people. Guys, listen, so in praying for you, you need to have the faith that we talked about to just overcome the impossible, to step out of the boat and onto the water. So, Father God, we thank you for Dibs, for Riss, for Ben, for J.H. and Surabibu. Um, we pray for all of their needs, in particular the financial needs. We pray for all the people in the world. We pray, Father God, that you re- you set J.H. free from this uh, sexual frustration that this person is having. God, you said you have come to free the slaves. You've come to give us freedom, freedom from sin. People think that freedom is the freedom to do anything you want, 
Okay, but here's what happens is you find you find very quickly that you become a slave to it. Mm. And Jesus has come to free the slaves. So God, we thank you that you you're here to break the chains. To break Holden's to break this person's chains. Father God, we thank you for this person. We thank you for Sarah Bibu also who's just praying for help. You know what that person needs. We thank you, God. We honor you. We give you all the praise. We thank you, God, for them. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for Ben also, God. And we thank you. You're going to use all of these people for a special purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And I'll just add to what you said. I think that every person, sometimes you think you're the only person, but in any situation, and in that one included, the most outgoing person, the person who appears to have the most friends, we've all had that stage in life where we felt alone. And sometimes you can feel alone in a crowded room. So I think we all can attest to that. So um, God has, has you. And I'm so glad I have you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So at this point, isn't this man adorable? I just want to say that. Okay. Um, (laughs) At this point, I'm going to ask that anybody who doesn't know Jesus, if you have never accepted Jesus, or maybe you accepted Jesus a long time ago and you've fallen away, if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, like I talked about before, he's reaching for you. So you can just follow after me and accept him into your heart and start the greatest journey you've ever ever had in your entire life. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. Send us a message or comment on the video. All right, guys. Thanks for watching as always. We'll see you shortly. For those of you guys in the Northeast of the United States, you know that storm's coming. So we're going to pray in Jesus' name that everybody stays safe and warm and healthy throughout all that. And God, thank you for bringing an end to this pandemic. All right, guys, take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.